Hello creatives this is Aisha Khan and welcome to the podcast Cloud Escape Escape the Mundane This is a podcast where we discuss about various soft skills and personal development traits in the light of science and psychology with creative minds from around the world And the conversation of today is about a skill that is extremely important yet the most dreaded of all public speaking Public speaking is a mix of excellent communication skills enthusiasm and audience engagement It is essentially the communication of ideas, belief system, value or simply a new piece of information. It could be to a small group of people or to a very large audience. And we are so so fortunate to have with us today a world-class public speaker, trainer and consultant. He was the first speaker to represent Middle East in the year 2006 World Championship of Public Speaking and he's now the first ever speaker to receive the highest level of recognition the prestigious accredited speaker award in the year 2020 he's also the founder of Y Access Training Solutions please welcome Mr Muhammad Shukri Hello Mr. Muhammad Shukri welcome to the podcast we are thrilled to have you Thank here. you Aisha I am also thrilled and happy thank you for inviting me Okay then let's just get into the podcast uh, can you tell us about your whole journey as a public speaker Well uh, my life was most mostly public speaking and it started really early very early I'm reminded of once when I was a young boy and in our neighborhood there are some uh, events and ceremonies happening frequently in charity and in social life so i was reminded that i was offered to be an mc from uh, all of the okay. batch of the boys standing there who wants to be an mc boys and i think i was 16 or 17 when mm-hmm. i said me and nobody else said me so and i had and i had wow. no idea what what an mc does or is So I took I did some research mm-hmm. asked some mentors and suddenly I was there speaking in front of the audience and ever since I was invited to become an MC in so many ceremonies uh, including Bahrain wise and then in mm-hmm. in 2006 there was a, a milestone when I joined my company Alba and uh, I mean I joined my company Alba in 1993 but the 2000, 2006 I was mm-hmm. a toastmaster and filed to participate in the world championship of public speaking and from the first attempt i made it to the finals which is after five qualifying levels global wise and that was an wow. eye opening so all what i did in my youth speaking here and there uh, actually uh, took me to there but that wasn't where i stopped it also took me now after that uh, to where mm-hmm. i just recently gained my accredited speaker accolade from toastmasters international so that's uh, in, a, in a nutshell 30 years congratulations we are so so glad about it and we are so immensely proud as you're the first accredited speaker from the middle east so can you tell you can, can you also tell us more about it so now i am uh, you know that i am a toastmaster since 2004 but toastmaster is such a wide a program and you know it's yeah. very resourceful and as we say the sky is the limit in anything you seek for in leadership and communication in toastmasters but there is one we call a secret in toastmasters that has been mm-hmm. you know developed only back in 1981 although toastmasters was founded in 
But ni- in wow. 1981, uh, the, um, the T- Toastmasters International developed, launched the accredited speaker program. And in their own words, it is for Toastmasters who combine expert knowledge in a particular subject mm-hmm. with mastery of the spoken word. So if you are expert in your field, like, uh, like mm-hmm. you're a doctor or, you know, in IT or, uh, or finance, whatever, and you have mastery mm-hmm. of the word, so, and you can combine them and prove it to us uh, as a paid speaker, mm-hmm. then we are ready to give you that accolade uh, of, of the accredited speaker, of which uh, since 1981, uh, 87 Toastmasters achieved it, and I'm, I'm, I'm number 88. So this year, I, I, I gained this one. So that's uh, in a nutshell. So accredited speaker is Toastmaster recognizing your ability to speak in your subject matter in a, work, in, in, in a high-level way. And it, it, it only says what you do. You know, it, it, you don't invent something new. Whatever you do out to the industry, show us how you speak about it, like you do to your clients. Yeah. It is, it is beautiful, actually. And everything that you said, it made me realize uh, there is so much art to the speaking that you do. And that is exactly why you have got such a highest, uh, highest possible accreditation and achievement in this field. So what message do you have for aspiring speakers who look up to you? Oh, that's a good question. Let me remind everyone who's listening to this that I started early. And maybe you haven't started early, but that doesn't matter. It's not when you start, it's how you start and how you continue, in Mm -hmm. fact. I'm reminded in 2006 when I um, was qualified to Washington finals, before I fly to there, I was watching a lot of previous championships and watching the CDs, if anybody remembers what the CD is, (laughs) about uh, (laughs) world champions. To the degree I got addicted and my mentors and coaches noticed this. They confiscated all the CDs because they said, you are becoming someone who you are not. And I said, but I need to be like them. They said, no, you need to be like you. So my message would be this. Since then, I realized that what the message I have is unique. The style I have is unique. It's okay to learn Mm -hmm. from the best and try to be like them in in a way or another, but not to fully throw yourself away. So my message to aspiring speakers is your best communication and speaking will be when you deliver who you are and what you think of and express yourself your character and your ideas clearly. Uh, if you do express someone else's ideas or someone else's opinion, then what, what is authentic communication all about after all? And I exactly. Yeah. Give you, and I want to give you also a, a, a word of warning. I did this when the social media was not there. Yeah. And all the... Mm-hmm. Uh, high, you know, high level and intensity of information world was there. Nah. And, and, and yet I was, you know, uh, overwhelmed and impressed by all those speakers. Now you are in an era where you are bombarded with these things every single day from every yeah. single Instagram, Facebook account. You are bombarded with this. So the resistance to to being to not being like them will be even more so just keep this p- 
piece of yes. advice. Do not mm-hmm. forget who you are, what you believe in, and just improve your speaking level. And the other message is do not stop speaking. Take every opportunity, just like I did. I said yes and never said no after that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I love that uh, the the journey that you spoke about. You said you know how following a vision and following your curiosity uh, led you to where you are. And I also liked how you said about being authentic because in today's world, the the more you accept yourself, that much more unique you will become, and that much more irreplaceable you will be. You know? Exactly, successful that is very important. So uh, this art of public speaking. Um, is it like important for every industry and what are some of the traits of a good speaker all right so now that's uh, something i come across a lot and whenever i speak about the importance of public speaking not everyone really uh, feels the mm-hmm. urgency uh, that has yeah. been growing now more than ever before you know we have this tendency yeah. of looking at people who speak from a platform or from video or like there are people who are from a different planet or they have achieved something we cannot or we do not have the potential so that's why we separate them out and single them out you know there are speakers and listeners there are teachers and students and you always look at your yeah. as not the one who's doing the speaking and internally you forbid yourself to be one where where in fact in our days it's becoming even more of a you know mandate to be honest uh, each for yeah. its own industry you are doing speaking all the time whether you took public speaking seriously or not you are actually doing exactly. on a on a individual level or on a group level i am i'm very thrilled with this line i read in the book today in this book it says if eloquence were a commodity listed on the new york stock exchange every analyst on okay. wall street would issue a buy order that's because its value consistently <laughs> rises and investment in it mm-hmm. pays increasingly huge dividends so to wrap up i'm i'm reminded mm-hmm. also by many employers who tell me my employees i need you to train them to speak well now the employees don't know that and some employees <laughs> come to me and say mm-hmm. mr muhammad my promotion and my employer's perception depends on how well i speak in the next conference please 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 teach me so both employers and employees mm-hmm. regardless of the industry uh idea yeah. really depends on yeah. speaking and people are coming to know this and sense this mhm exactly uh can you also tell us about what are the traits of a good speaker like if someone who already has good set of skills and how can they know that they can take it to the next level All right that's a short question which requires a long answer but I'm trying to keep it you know as organized and as memorable as possible all the skills that you need to become a good speaker fall under two main categories one is okay. the art part and one is the mm-hmm. skills part the art actually mm-hmm. comes from within and yeah. is already come it's it's a hard thing you know it's who who you are your style your tone of conviction the stories you have gone through the experience mm-hmm. that you have you know you know you have gone through in your life um uh, the event mm-hmm. the ups and downs all of them make who you are 
So if you just focused on the art part and give it your maximum yeah. attention and tell the, tr- the stories that you really lived and the lessons that you really learned, that is the art part. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't learn public speaking early. It was after 15 years of practicing yeah. it, I started academically knowing that there is actually some books or some program to masters. But before that, I was who yeah. I am. And I mm-hmm. sincerely, honestly mm-hmm. said whatever I think. So, so number one is the art. And that comes from the heart. And you need to nourish it. And if a trainer comes, he, only, he or she only helps you find and discover the art in you. And that, yeah. give it, yeah. He cannot give mm-hmm. it to you. But the skills are secondary. Then you need to learn things mm-hmm. that, you know, integrate and, um, you know, uh, let me say, Polish the whole yeah, thing together. Yeah, in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like they nourish what you have already, like voice modulation, like body language, research type, how to organize yeah. your thoughts in, in a talk. So art and yeah. both are important in becoming a good speaker. I I absolutely loved your answer, especially each word that you were saying is like so beautifully uh, described. And also, I also like the fact that you, you spoke about stories that come from within. I really resonate with that because our, our, all of our journeys are inspiring if you actually understood how to get it out. And uh, I also wanted to know that, you know, although public speaking is a very important skill, why is it one of the most dreaded soft skills? Okay, so I, I will answer this one with a bit of a humor, but it's ironic and true. You know, it's it's in one word. The answer is one word, assumptions. You know, whoever who doesn't yeah. do public speaking, at least mm-hmm. he assumes what public speaking is and assumes who, how, he'll, how he will, you know, perform when he's a public speaker. For example, um, they always, many people always assume negatively that they are not able to be there. And if they are going to go there, they will, you know, crash and burn Mm -hmm. and they will be nervous and they won't. So they actually carry this mindset with them to Mm -hmm. the state and it affects them. Uh, Some of them are lucky that they conquer this and they speak and discover that their assumption was wrong. Oh, oh, look at me. I can't speak. Oh, look at me. So this is one assumption, (laughs) one side, the negative assumption. There is another assumption, Mm -hmm. however, which is positive and rarely people speak about. But I've been through this. Mm-hmm. That positive, you know, you know, false positive assumption is that I know, I know how to speak. I have, Mr. Muhammad, I have no problem speaking in front of the audience. Speak <laughs> to the audience, yeah. no, no problem to me. And I know that they are actually overrating themselves. So one of the exactly. things in my courses, even if they are leadership courses, I tell them, uh, can you please come and next to me? and speak to the uh, students about what you just said at the back of the uh, table. Sure, sure, I can do that. And when they come and they face Mm -hmm. the students or trainees in the room, the way they speak is not at all like the way they spoke when they were sitting back on the seat, although it's the same uh, gathering. And I just want to prove a point for them. The angle you're looking from is totally different. You have to be in my shoes and speaking to yeah. people like I do, and then you can assume what you, whatever you want to assume. So both assumptions 
are destructive, mm-hmm. Aisha. Negative assumptions, yes. I cannot do this, or positive assumptions, mm-hmm. overly positive assumptions, I can do this, no problem. Both of them, we need to bring them to one level. And, mm-hmm. and, and all the fears have to be, you know, uh, and all the illusions have to, brought, be, to be brought to the reality. This is public speaking. You need to learn a little bit and also yeah. practice a lot. Then you're done. Yeah, exactly. I also like the fact that you said people are sometimes too overconfident or they, they, they don't have enough confidence. And I also feel that, you know, some level of nervousness is required because that is the energy that sometimes fuels you. If you're too relaxed about it, then you're sure going to mess exactly. up. Some level of nervousness should be there. That, that burns that thing and makes you work harder for perfection, you know. And uh, like for some people, uh, being on stage comes very naturally. But for some, it's very hard to convince them uh, and to overcome their stage fright. So what strategies do you suggest for uh, people to overcome that? Good question. Many strategies are offered everywhere. Actually, anyone can Google and YouTube uh, these strategies mm-hmm. because... They are plenty and they are generously offered uh, along the internet platform. But what really worked for me is number one is practice. And everybody will tell you this. There is no replacement or substitute for practicing a lot, a lot, practicing a lot and accepting every speaking opportunity that comes your way and making Mm -hmm. opportunities if not enough opportunities come your way. If you are in Mm -hmm. a specific field, let us say nursing, and Mm -hmm. you don't get the time to speak, you can offer your speaking services within the hospital or the facility you work in. If not, go and look for societies and professional groups within your country and join and then offer mm-hmm. your services, speaking, presentations in their annual, monthly, quarterly meetings. You actually cannot have mm-hmm. an excuse for not speaking, including to your children's school, except to speak to the children in your uh, children's school. So that's one thing. Practice a lot. It will pay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, whatever you speak in, of course, I have five strategies, but I you know, explain them fully in a full workshop. But I want to say the starting point of every speaking engagement is very key. Whatever you start with, how you start your talk makes a whole lot difference mm-hmm. in, 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 in uh, you know, getting over, overcoming your nerves. So be, be very careful. What do you uh, design as the opening of your speech? Do not just jump into speaking and do not if you're in an interview do not just answer the questions immediately and some interviewers are really good like the the thing you did today okay Uh, they are really good in asking the person they are interviewing whether he's a personality a politician or whatever and usually they are less informed and they practice speaking less but they are invited to the media anyway so a good anchor Mm-hmm. like Aisha would do this. Mm-hmm. They will start with a question that's very relaxing and goes to the um, emotional part that the speaker is very mm-hmm. happy speaking about. So try to start with something that you're very comfortable with, dear to your heart, like a story yeah. or like engaging this, the audience in, 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 in an activity. Do not just 
jump yeah. into the main part of the speech. So I would say for the viewers and listeners, uh, at least in this podcast, two things, practice yeah. a lot and learn from your experience. And number two, the way you start your talk will help you a lot to overcome your fears. I hope that helps. Yeah, exactly. It helps. It helps a lot. I loved your insight into the subject. And I'm I'm just so glad that, you know, we had all these conversations. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners will benefit from this because I believe personally that public speaking is, is a necessary trait. No matter who you are, it is required. And it's a it's a block for all the other skills. It's uh, for, for confidence, for risk taking, anything. It covers all of those things. And that brings us to the end of the podcast. I would like to thank you a lot for taking time out for us. Thank you so much, Aisha. I really enjoyed it. I didn't feel the time either. But thank you so much. <laughs> and I wish uh, we can get in touch again. And uh, thanks to all the audience that will uh, listen to this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.